All right, here we go. We ready? Here we go. Welcome to M Vibes Podcast. Home of good music, good libations, and good vibes. All right, welcome to season two, episode three of M Vibes Podcast. Um, again, on this episode, uh, we're going to stick to our bios um, just so you guys can get to know uh, the new host. Uh, we're going to focus on Ernest today, who is going to be typically behind the board. I was going to say, not necessarily a host, but yeah. Uh, yeah. He's uh, your host. En- engineer. That, that, that's not a good title. Enge- you're the engineer. Eh, well, you know. He does. He works all the magic behind the scenes. He makes sure everything goes smoothly in yeah. the show. I'm yeah. behind the scenes kind of guy. Yeah, he he makes sure we didn't sound like the first three episodes of season one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, poor Jay and I were struggling so badly with that. We're like, we were looked at it. We well, we were learning it. As, we were learning to use the mixing board as we as we went along. Well, thankfully, they saw professional help, and here yes. we are. <laughs> Um, so yeah, again, uh, episode three of the bios, the only one remaining after this is going to be mine. Um, uh, uh, Amanda's not with us today. Uh, Amanda does have a different schedule than us. So fortunately she couldn't be with us again. She's a working girl. She yeah, has she a cool a job though. She, she gets to make cool job. beer. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. She gets to, she gets to brew for a living. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. I did that for a short while at the same brewery that she brews for. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then shout out to pilot brewing. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of that, what are you guys drinking? Yeah, so I'm drinking uh, Groovy IPA, <laughs> zero ABV. Good for you. Uh, I'm proud of you. 100 percent beer, though, according to the label here. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's an it's obviously. An, I, an, I don't know how that could be, but it, it's an NA. Uh, it's okay. It's not bad. It's not good. It's <laughs> just kind of pointless. Um, sure, why not? Whatever. And uh, I'm actually having some of them from the draft here at Tommy's Pub. Uh, Hoppium from Foothills Brewing, mm. the former home of our, our friend David Gonzalez. Oh, yeah. Who is now yeah. at the Lost Worlds Brewing up in Cornelius. So mm. Shout out to him. It's a great brewery. They released one of the uh, Putinimus. Uh, what was the company? Putinimus, an asshole? Putinimus, a dick? There's a new beer that everybody's. I was doing. about to say that sounds like, and it was. So yeah, yeah. It's called. Put, put this, I think it's called putting this a dick, and um, they they released one. Yeah. Uh, so I want to go yeah. try it. Lost Worlds. Yeah. Not. not. I, I you know, and, and actually, I think David's come a long way since even Foothills. Oh, I agree, one hundred percent. He's got one of the best Hellas lagers yes. I think I've ever had. So. What are you drinking? Here? Uh, another uh, Sweetwater Oasis. This one's a mango passion fruit. Uh, Full of uh, super fruit, electrolytes, and antioxidants. So, antioxidants. <laughs> so, we're the healthy shit again. Uh, not on purpose, but yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I'm drinking an alcoholic, not for any reason other than. I mean, I just over. had a shot of Jameson. So, yeah. <laughs> you and me both. Yeah. I, uh, I skipped the shots today. We, you know, so we record on Mondays. Um, so, yeah, every Tuesday since we started recording, I've been missing work. You so. know, normally this is, <laughs> normally Monday's a day of the week I don't drink, but since the podcast started, that's so. all out the window now. So, yeah, so, so, I was like, so, uh, so now no, it's every, Tuesdays. No, usually after every Monday in the office, I'm like, oh, I'm drinking. Oh. Because, you know, it's just. Mondays suck shit in shit. general, so. Yeah. 
Well, I told Absolutely. you guys that I bought a, well, Hannah bought a book, Hannah, the, the girlfriend, bought a book called Living the Sober Life, and then I bought it, so I'm not going to stop drinking, but but I'm probably going to cut back quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> just, hey, man, just keep it to the, um, you know, weekends and Mondays. Well, that's, you know. Well, that's, that's kind of what this book is, but then, yeah. like, it really affects my social life, right? Like, who the fuck am I going to hang out with if it's not with you guys to drink? Like, yeah, I'll yeah. hang out with yeah. you and not drink that much. <laughs> <laughs> Until I say, hey, Eric, let's go do this. You, You're like, nah. You can live vicariously through us. I, yeah. See, okay, I'm not going to stop drinking. So. That's not a thing. Well, but. you know, my wife always says, you know, if you quit drinking beer, you'd lose weight. So mm -hmm. I did dry January and gained weight. <laughs> <laughs> See, all right. He's... Living proof that shit don't work. Absolutely. All right. Let's get, Anyways, let's get to this. I want to hear about Ernest. <laughs> yes. I want to get to know you intimately, Ernest. Oh, yes. We've known Ernest through Beer With Me Network, so it's going to be kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, my alcohol journey, I, I'm, uh, you know, I've, I'm a longtime drinker. Uh, went for some color. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, you know, I went, I went pro here a few years ago, professional consumer of alcoholic beverages. Um, so I, yeah, a little story is, uh, I'd actually, for many years, I didn't drink at all. And, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed the, the occasional beer or so. And, um, one day I was headed down I-85 South and I came up on this black Bronco when the mid eighties, big black Broncos and I had fluorescent green beer on the tailgate. And I'm like, Oh, fluorescent <laughs> green, fluorescent green. I think, I think I know what he's talking about. I think about. I know what you're so going. We're, we're, we're getting to it. Yeah. So, uh, I'm like, I was like, damn, this redneck really loves beer. <laughs> <laughs> so as I got up beside, uh, this, I seen unknown brewing on the side, you know, and then I later found out, Hey, that's Brad shell. Yeah. Driving that Bronco. But I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know there was uh, such a thing as something other than Miller and <laughs> Anheuser-Busch and, you know, all those. So I uh, I checked them out, and I started going there, and I, I actually met Brad, Brad and Lisa, and I'm like, oh, this is, this is pretty cool. You know, so that was kind of my venture into the craft beer scene of Charlotte. Um. <clears throat> Got involved in some groups, mostly like beer share groups, you know, to try to catch up on the craft beer scene since I'd been out of the game for so long. And uh, I quickly realized that I didn't like those groups at all. <laughs> I, I know which groups you're talking about. I avoided yeah. like the fucking plane. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, you sent me so-and-so, but you didn't send me this. And, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, you people. I'm like, I just want to enjoy beer with my friends. Mm -hmm. So I kind of come up with the moniker, what's better than a beer? A beer with friends. So yeah. I started Beer With Me Network. Uh, beer With Me Charlotte actually was the first Facebook group. And then, you know, turned into Beer With Me Network to do some shows that we did. And hopefully we'll we'll get that up and running again. But that's a that's a story for another day. Uh, but that's, that's kind of my alcohol journey, I guess, if you will. Yeah, and that's how I met you um, when I was working for the Carolina Beer Temple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I've done a ton of networking. Oh yeah. Um, during during COVID, we did the uh, 
Girls were fine. Beer garden. Oh, man. Jeez. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. During COVID, yeah, we were doing. That I was mean, fun. Yeah, we couldn't, we, you know, we couldn't come and be together. So, yeah, we started the virtual beer garden. And, uh, man, that was that was a big hit. We had uh, uh, we had people joining us from. Colorado. Uh, yeah, I mean, well. We, Australia. We, ended up, we yeah. ended up with, like, 25 different states and 10 different mm-hmm. countries. Yeah. I mean, Joining we were up virtual beer garden on so, that yeah. thing till four in the morning sometimes, man. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I was one of the ones I'm like, hey, I'll stay here. Yeah. I'll stay here as long as you guys want to yeah. want to hang out. So those were fun. Yeah, those were fun. But it, it, as far as the, the music journey goes, um, I, I feel that uh, I was kind of stunned musically uh, because I grew up in a very religious um legalistic family uh that did not believe anything um was of value to god if it had percussion (laughs) (laughs) so there was no beat you know I, i mean you had to have rhythm to make music, right? Right. right. I mean, at least uh, him. Uh, but if it had percussion, then it was of the devil. Um, that explains a lot of drummers. <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it? Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, so I, I, I grew up not really having any influence in music. You know, like you, you guys have talked about, yeah. you know, from your parents. I didn't get that. Not at all. I had no influence uh, of music from my parents. Um, even actually in the churches we were in, they were, they, they even condemned, you know, contemporary Christian music. Oh, wow. You know, because it used percussion. Wow. Yeah. So um, I, I had to sneak and even listen to some of the, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it wasn't until after, you know, I was in the service. Uh, I joined the Navy when I was 19 after uh, failure in a, uh, yeah, never mind. I won't go into that. <laughs> anyway, I ended up in the in the Navy at 19. And uh, that's where, uh, I, I mean, I, I did sneak around uh, in the in the 80s. I was a big, I was really drawn to metal. Uh, my ancestry is, is German uh, and English and Scandinavian, so... You know, I was very drawn to that that metal scene. Oh yeah. So, <clears throat> um, so yeah, I, I would listen to those when I could. I know. I remember the first time I heard Metallica, I was like, <gasps> Yeah, oh, we all were. Oh, <laughs> do you recall which Metallica song was oh, the first one you heard? Oh, I remember vividly. Um, I, I want. Mm. Mm. I knew it was Garage Inc. Yeah. Uh, for me too. Uh, that was all covers, so yeah. yeah. yeah die, die, my darling, for me. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I remember the the first one that really kicked for me was Leper Messiah. Mm. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, that much hey, incorporated. That's in my mm. wheelhouse. Yeah, you know, we're 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 all paying to try to get a better seat with these pastors that we're following. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was going to be one of my honorable mentions. But we're into it already. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, musically foundational, you know, came more from my biological father. Um, not from, and he, uh, I'll just say he, he skipped out when I was very young. So, you know, but 
I was very close to that side of the family if I wasn't close to him. And uh, what they taught me was the foundation that we've talked about a few times of, of blues and the Celtic music and bluegrass. Oh, there you go. And one of the songs that really struck me and really meant more to me after I was in the service was this song right here recorded by Ralph Stanley in 2005. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> Baba Booey. <laughs> you beat me to it, man. What the fuck? Uh, uh, hey, I should have changed my sound bank. Hey, I'm the engineer here. I, you know, I can't multitask. That, what the hell? All right, this one. Oh, yeah. I know this. Yeah. This entire album is flawless. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The old brother where art thou soundtrack. Yeah. I saw this tour, man. It was awesome. Now this this was after the death of his brother. Although they had recorded this song many times in the past. Right. This particular recording was after the, the death of his brother. So now Ralph Stanley is just yeah, he's, he's, I don't know, the vocals. Yeah. You know, you're talking about those haunting vocals, and uh, I'll, I'll get in the, into the vocals here in a little bit, but, yeah. You know, and that's that song there, you know, talks about sorrows, but it has on the very last verse that hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that very much resonated with me, and that's very much what I grew up on with my uh, father's side of the family. Um, 
actually um, family reunions with them always included a stage oh. uh, with sound system, PA, and a bunch of pickers, <laughs> you know, and, and people singing. And, I mean, it was, you know, you, you'd have several hundred of the Lane family, you know, they were all great musicians and singers. You know, they didn't aspire to anything great. Uh, they loved the Stanleys. They loved the Osbournes. They loved, you know, you know all those people. Um, but you know, they just didn't. Came from, uh, I guess, I guess I could say I came from a lot of creative people on that side of the family. But you know, um, alcohol kind of. Ruled more than, yeah. So, <clears throat> well, given given what you do for a living, which is what you do for us, in essence, um, I mean, you, that's a very creative field. You, you have. Oh to yeah, be yeah, yeah, so, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So you know, I, I always um, had a creative part to me, but also a very analytical mm-hmm. side to me. So that's where this part came in to, right. to engineering, and that that didn't come to me really until the thirties. There there were hints of it. Much earlier in my life, I just didn't pick up on it until I was in my thirties, and I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute, yeah, I can do this. I may not uh, play an instrument, but uh, yeah, I can play this board. Yeah. You know, to make everybody else sound good. So that that's where I. So going back to the song, I'd never heard that version, but I like it Me better. Either, than, no. the, I like it better than the one that's in the movie. His well, voice is so it, it blends itself yes, so much. Yes, better. And and that's that's a much recent recording. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that song was written in 1913. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's an old timey. By a blind fiddler uh, who, uh, I can't remember the guy's name now. Uh, and, and it's been recorded by probably just about every bluegrass artist yeah. you can think of. But that particular recording with the modern technology just really brought out Ralph Stanley's, you know, like like I said, haunting vocal. Right. Um, which kind of leads me into, you know, as I grew up into the church, uh, I studied music. Um, I could actually, I had to write music when I was in school. Um, I could read music. uh, I could write music, uh, navigated, not necessarily to instruments, to vocals. Um, so I was a singer. Um, I can't. I was going to think, so can you sing? I can't sing now. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, time time, and other things have taken its toll on my vocals. So um, if I have, you know, I kind of regret that I didn't develop that. It just, um, I was never encouraged or motivated mm. um, to pursue any dreams, any aspirations. Um, within my family, it was, we are middle class, we work, we provide for our families and that's it. Right. You know, and that, that, that was your, you know, that was kind of like a, almost like a caste system. This is where you're at and this is what you do. Go. Yeah. So, so, you know, it's kind of unfortunate, you know, and, and then when I, when I had kids, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to tell them they can do whatever they want. You know, so as long as you're not harming anyone. So you know, I have one. She's she's very talented in painting. Mm. You know, and I'm like, yeah, you, 
you know, get out there, do your artwork. You know, she's also a great bartender. <laughs> I'm like, hey, while you're at it, art me up some uh, bourbon and neat. It's not hard. Um, you know, and then you know, my son is uh, uh, is a Division One NCAA soccer player, so you know, he took his to the athletic side. Um, but that that's you know that's that's kind of where I came up. Uh, so I, I love vocals. I, in, in you can hear that in Ralph Stanley, uh, in that track. It's just the way he trailed off some of the some of the um, the words um, where his voice would kind of like do this wavy. Yeah, uh, not explain it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and I love that. I really enjoy that. So um, the first show that I ever went to. Mm. Also presented me, and I, I wasn't really familiar with this band, but, uh, you know, I had to sneak. I was probably 12, 13, somewhere in there. And uh, it was uh, the Pieces of Eight tour. Not Anyone? Some, no. Pieces of Eight? Uh, no. So oh, not okay. bringing okay. it about. All right. So, uh, so this vocalist, uh, I'm like, oh. That's this is different, but I like it. Okay, and it's become a very popular song, um, much more so than what I like from the rest of the group. To me, this is the best song they ever did. I don't really. I mean, there's some other songs that I like, but, but not. I, I know now. Yeah, yeah, not very, not very many. I mean, there's probably two or three songs that I like, but this one has just it. It, it has lasted the test of time okay all right all right here we go oh mama i'm in fear for my life from i was wrong i know what it is what i never guessed yeah yeah this hook when it hit yeah and the lights came on on this show i'm like when they play this at Heinz Stadium, the whole place goes nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's a contagious song. It is. Once it, once it, once yeah. it just, you know. Yeah. When it really starts, oh, yeah, it's, it's a good beat. Sticks is awesome, man. Like I said, this 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 song. I may have first heard it live. The first time you heard it was yeah. like, oh wow, so, that's really cool. So if I remember correctly, it was just like a solid light on Tommy Shaw. You know, as he's going through that opening, and then, oh, you know, it's just you know, and that that's like. 1980, 81. Right. I get, yeah. Nothing, I, nothing like what you see in shows today. Right. But 
I've never seen him live. Really? Oh, that's that. Yeah, that's a good solo. still the era of the guitar solo yes but they were big on that synthesizer too coming out of the late 70s into the early 80s It is, you know, to me, it's, uh, you know, I think I was looking at it. It's still the most listened to song by Sticks. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. Even more than uh, Mr. Roboto? That's what I was say. Or yeah, sa- Mr. Roboto is about, is about fifth. Really? Uh, yeah. About sail away, sailing away, sail away. Sell away, I, you know those. That was a, those were more kind of I don't know melodic. Dennis I DeYoung, Mister Robot, was the first Sticks song I actually knew it was that was Sticks. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I had heard all those other yeah. songs before, but didn't realize you know that was Sticks yeah. until. But yeah. uh, Renegade is still one of my very favorite songs. Uh, overall, uh, definitely my favorite song from Sticks. Um, I do like Blue Collar Nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's still. That still kind of resonates with me too, as well. But uh, that being my first show and my first time hearing that song, wow. you know, I was like, "Oh!" Yeah, and, and having studied vocals Man, for your first show, sticks though. I, I know, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So you, you know, and and having studied vocals, and um, you know, when that started, I was like, oh, "Listen to that. Just listen." Yeah, because then uh, later they went and formed the damn Yankees with. Uh, uh, Ted, oh yeah, Tammy, Ted, uh, yeah, Ted, Tommy Ted, Shaw, Ted and, Nugent, uh, yeah. Ted Nugent, and Jack Blades. Yeah, it was like a super group. Yeah, yeah it flopped badly. No, it well, did. No, it, they did, did. It did very well, actually. Oh, I didn't. Well, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I well, did. I'm well, sorry. I'm from Detroit, so one album, anything. One album. Nugent did up there. But it didn't yeah. do well, yeah. did it? Yeah. Oh yeah, did it? Oh yeah, the first yeah. album. That's a great yeah. show too. Yeah. I saw him once live. I actually, too, yeah. uh, I actually saw that show uh, on. Um, oh, is that 
Naval Air Station. It was in a hangar. Oh, wow. <laughs> I saw him at Cobo Hall, New Year's Eve. It was. So, you can, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the acoustics were shit, but, you know, it was still a great show. It was just an echo in there, right? Yeah. Fair enough. Aye, 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 aye. I couldn't hear for three days after that, but, you know, yeah. it was still fun. My ears were ringing for two days after ministry. Oh, I bet. My oh, yeah. was so loud in that place, yeah. Anyways. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I kind of want to talk about, you know, uh, the vocals, you know, I, I, I love Tommy Shaw vocals. Uh, I've been very influenced, uh, with his vocals. Uh, of course, Ralph Stanley, um, Jeff Tate oh, from Queens, right? Oh man. We could go on uh, for hours about Jeff Tate. And yeah. His voice. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, you know, uh, Joe Lynn Turner. Mm-hmm. Uh, was with Rainbow for a little while. Uh, you know, those are the kind of vocals, and they are more operatic, right? Um, but uh, you know, I having studied vocals, I, I kind of gravitate to those type of vocalists that I, I'm like, I can appreciate their range mm-hmm. and their pipes. You know, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, even though I say I don't like operatic, there's no way you can ever take away from. The, the notes that they can hit, right? Yeah, Which is yeah. more the range is wider than most other right, metal right. singers. And I, I'm, I'm. This is be unpopular, but the first time I heard Mariah Carey, oh, I fucking love Mariah Carey's voice. I was like, yeah. Oh, well, it shit. came out. She wasn't so diva ish at first, so well, yeah. she, was, exactly. she was like nineteen. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Vision that, of love. That MTV unplugged. Phenomenal album. That was so awesome. And, 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 oh, and, and, you know, I have to. I also have to interject. I remember the day the MTV came on the air. Uh, me too. Yeah, yeah. And they played the same. What was it? 20, 20 videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The loop. <laughs> now you're lucky if they, if they play one video. So yeah, now they don't play any music. No, at all. they just yeah. play ridiculousness. Twenty four seven. I don't it's mind just, that. Though. It's just MTV. It's not music it, television. You don't anymore. mind that? MTV. Is that what you said? I don't mind that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm a. I'm a I, it's well, all because of shit out West Coast. I'm yeah. sorry. I still want to shoot music videos someday. Oh. I haven't had that opportunity. But, they're not yeah. dead, I and mean, people still shoot them. They're oh, just they're they're primarily on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I still, I still want to do one. Anyway, that, that's another aspiration. But uh, speaking of vocals and someone that uh, people don't normally associate with vocals, but that I really like is Aaron Lewis. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, this is kind of also a shout out to my wife who is, uh, she'll never hear this. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Hannah told me, uh, I, I, I'm so glad for you, but I'm not listening to your podcast. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, not only that, my wife has been with me through, oh, God. I mean, all my struggles. Uh, I mean, I married her just after I went to the service, uh, before Desert Storm. Um, wow. Before uh, Bosnia. Before Somalia, before Haiti, before all the shit that I went through, and she has stuck with me through thick and thin, although many times I'm like, why the hell didn't you just bail? Yeah. And she's never bailed. And we've been married for 
30 plus years. Wow. That's so, truly amazing, great. man. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. But uh, this song is also um, a very popular song from this band, uh, but it just fits. I mean, the first time I heard it, you know, and I love the vocals of Aaron Lewis, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this fits me, fits my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. That's another band I've never seen live. I've seen Stain before. Stain, yeah. Last time I saw him, I got to go backstage and meet him. But they got to play on Corn's loudest set of the year that that year. Mm. And man, my ears are ringing. Um, Aaron Lewis does a lot of solo concerts around here now. He goes to uh, County Joe's a lot now. So yeah, yeah. Really? yeah. Yep. Yeah, he does country now. Does he? Yeah. Yes. Holy shit! I didn't know that. Yeah. Stained at Tremont once, man. That was Ooh, oh that my god, be. that was amazing. Oh man, I wish I would have seen that. I I had a free ticket to go see Static X in Winston Salem or see Stained at Tremont. I said, all right, I'm staying home. Man, I yeah, love Tremont. I'm glad I did, man. Yeah, I that was an awesome Tremont. show. And they did a cover of uh, Tools Sober that night. Ooh, they closed out their set with that. Oh, oh my nice. god, oh, that was amazing. I did Tool better than Tool does. Uh, I don't know about that. Right? <laughs> 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 
Evan hit. Mm-hmm. Great song. So yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, that that one just resonated. Um, you know, after all the shit, you know, it all goes away when I'm with you, and that's the way I feel about my wife. Um, you know, she is unfortunately not social. She is horribly um, debilitating introvert. Uh, I mean, she can't be out, you know, more than a couple hours without just, I mean, I, you know, she can't be with a group of people without, you know, just actually she will get physically ill. Yeah. So, you know, and it, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, so, you know, a lot of people like you're married. Mm-hmm. I've never seen your wife. Well, you know what? You probably never will. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that dynamic, you know, works. You know, if, if, you know, it allows you to do things outside of the house too, and you know, and allows her to be inside. So, yeah. Yep, absolutely. Um, so. I have to give some honorable mentions because, you know, I, I cannot choose yeah. a single song from Metallica. <laughs> it's hard to do. So Metallica, you know, the first, you know, I was talking about Garage Inc. earlier. You know, all the way up through Injustice for All. Uh, so Injustice for All was the last album release before I went into service. And uh, one, oh boy, uh, yeah. After watching that video mm-hmm. and listening to that song, I'm like, oh god, that's my greatest fear. Mm-hmm. That became one of my greatest fears going into the surface. I'm like, holy shit. Um, you know, it probably led to my PTSD. Mm. No, not really. No. <laughs> I actually believed you there. Yeah. I was like, oh man. No, 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 trust me, that's not what led to my PTSD. Uh, PTSD. Um, but Metallica, you know, really held, uh, you know, a place I me mean, growing up, even, even if I had to sneak to listen to them, uh, they, they were incredible. I mean, I mean, everything they put out, Garage Inc. and, and Puppet Master. Especially and, back then, man. Uh, Ride was, the Lightning yeah. and, and Justice for All. I stopped at the um, Black Album. I didn't. I didn't. Well, you know, a lot I, of didn't, people did. I didn't even know about the Black Album. Yeah. So I was actually in a bar in Bahrain. And uh, I hear this song come on. I'm like, oh, that sounds like that sounds like Metallica, but I don't think I ever heard this, you know. And I I went over to the jukebox because you know that's what that's what they were playing from. And I'm like, oh shit, this is Inner Sandman. <laughs> they they put out a new album, yep. and I wasn't even, I wasn't even in the states to know that they released it. So, uh, you know, I lost. <laughs> I missed a lot of movies, and music that was released from. 1989 to 1995. Um, but yeah, Metallica is one of those. Uh, another one is uh, the Texas Blues. So w- when I was in the service, I was introduced to the Texas Blues with uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, 
Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, he is just, I, I, I couldn't pick one song. Uh, I mean, Pride and Joy is probably, you know, another one that I kind of, you know, would associate with my wife. But, uh, I mean, it's kind of a fun song. Um, but uh, I went to Stevie Ray Vaughan's last show. Oh, my God. In Alpine Valley. Um, so I was, I was living in Chicago at the time. Um, actually I was at, uh, uh, Great Lakes Naval Station at the time. And, I uh, went up to Ipon Valley, seen that show with Steve Ray Vaughn, uh, Robin Trower, Eric Johnson, B.B. King, Kevin Moe, um, oh, who else was there? Um, was Taj there? Robert Cray, um. No, I don't think so. No, no, I don't. I don't remember that one. But uh, I mean, to hear in the afternoon the next day that Steve Ray Vaughan was dead after I saw him stage the night before, I'm like, oh, I, I was, you know, and I'm, and you know, we've talked about being affected by celebrity deaths. Uh, that one, I'm like, oh shit, you know, that one, that one kind of, that kind of hit. Um, Especially, if, you know, I was like, nah, I saw his last show. So, but I'm glad I was there. Glad he didn't. Wow. Glad I didn't miss a show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons I don't really miss shows too much often yeah. now, man. Yeah, I know you. You yeah. never know. Yeah. yeah, I know you were talking about uh, Strummer. Yeah. Um, so, that that's another big one. And then, um, um, you know, I, I've, I've just, I've, of, of all the genres, and I appreciate all music, mm-hmm. um, from jazz to blues to bluegrass to hip-hop to rock to metal, uh, I have some issues getting into, you know, some of it, like, you know, EDM and right. uh, EMO and, you know, <laughs> but uh, goth and, but, uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate all genres musically. Um, but, uh, when it comes, every, it comes back to metal. Yeah. I am metal head at heart. So pretty much my playlist from each week includes metal. If it ain't metal, then it's blues. And, uh, you know, some of the stuff that I'm listening to today is, uh, love Gary Clark Jr. Uh, Marcus Mm. King. Uh, Rival Sons. Oh, yeah. Uh, Blackberry Smoke. Uh, Tedeschi Trucks Band. You know, a lot of kind of folk and, and blues. And, uh, you know, I just really love that stuff. That's kind of what I'm into today if I'm not listening to the metal from 80s to today. So, so that's where I'm at. Metal up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Metallica again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's, yeah. Well, um, that it? That it for you? Is that, yeah. Is that, is that yeah, your right. life story? Yeah. Is that where we leave uh, it? I think right. I think that pretty much covers okay. it, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of what we wanted mm-hmm. to do. Can everybody get to know a little bit about us? So yeah, you'll never hear from him again. So yeah, yeah, well, thank you. Will. Yeah, we will. <laughs> <laughs> we will. You have a mic, and it's a fucking yeah. hot mic. So and it's turned towards your mouth. Yeah, you know, that so. I can mute everybody. Yeah, else. You, yeah. you actually have control over what we say. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, all right. Well, yeah, that's that's uh, episode three. Thank you for your service, by the way. That's oh, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Very thankful for that. Um, 
But that wraps up episode three of season two. You got to know a little bit of Ernie. The only one left is mine. Um, well, obviously, that would be next. Um, again, as always. Uh, Looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, look for us on social media at Imbibes a podcast on every platform same with all of the um, podcast uh, platforms at Mbibes Podcast um, you can go to season one we'll start releasing April 1st on season two and hopefully we'll see you around take care goodbye you can stop it now yeah I'm at the wrong one not <laughs> I'm at the wrong one again oh no I'm not I'm at the right one there we go <laughs> Keep that in the show. <laughs> I was on I was on the right bank because that's where all my songs are at. I recorded all my songs in here. It's just weird because it's turned towards you at this table. Yeah. So yeah, if it's turned you the other way, be no problem. Huge shout out to our Christmas host, Tommy's Pub. Located at 3944 East Wave Drive, Tommy's Pub is a small neighborhood bar that's big on music and community. Go to Tommy's Pub's Facebook page where they regularly provide updates about upcoming events to include weekly open mic night, karaoke, and live music from some of the best up-and-coming bands in the Queen City. Thank you, Tommy's Pub, for hosting M-Vibes Podcast.